Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Paul Etchison, and we are here on Monday, April 4th. We just had our kids had their spring break, and I was off last week. We went to Disney. We like Disney. We didn't get to go last year because of the pandemic. And not that we go every year, but we've been quite a few times. My daughter is 11, and I think she's been seven times. It's somewhere we like to go. So it was really nice to get back there and do like a family vacation. There was no masks at Disney, which was great. But I think everybody else in the world was also thinking the same thing because it was so freaking crowded. But it was all good. We did one of the VIP tours where you get a personal guide and you get to walk through all the lines. And it's a nice way to do Disney. They take you from park to park. They don't, you don't have to go through like the parking lot. There's like side entrances where you walk right into the middle of the park. You pretty much get to do whatever you want, like VIP style. There's a price tag on it, but I think it's worth it. It's our uh, third time doing that, and I don't think we'd ever do Disney another way. Now, we don't do that every day we go to Disney, but we at least do it once every Disney trip. But highly recommend it. Check it out. Just sharing what's going on in my life. So did you have a good March? I mean, everybody had like their best March ever. At least like my coaching clients, I know this. I know there's a little, there was a few more days in this March than there are in the other March. At least at least there was a few more working days, like Monday through Friday days. So chances are you had a fantastic March. And I'm in this online mastermind group. It's called Bacon Floss. And it's just a private group that was formed by a few people. And I got the pleasure and the the privilege to be part of it. And we were all just posting what our marches were. like, And I just want to read these to you. Because I just want to show you what's possible. I'm a big, big, big fan of watch someone else do it. And see once you see that other people can do it and that it can be done, then you can do it. It's like that four-minute mile thing. So I'm going to read all these offices. And I don't know how many operatories a lot of these are because the people didn't post them. And I just don't know how many they have. But I will read the ones that I do know. So here's one person, 18 chairs, $995,000 produced in the month of March. Here's another one, 21 chairs, 813,000. Someone I don't know how many chairs was 755,000. 11 ops, 548,000. 8 ops, 294,000. 6 ops, 435,000. 7 ops, 453,000. And then I don't know how many ops on this last one, $868,000. So if you're wondering what's possible from a single office, these are all single offices. These are not like people with multiple practices, though some of these people do have multiple practices. But these are, this is a single office. So what is possible out of a single office? Now we had our best month ever. We've grown as well, but I'm I'm nowhere near $995,000 a month. Holy cow, that is a lot of production and that is a lot of volume. And you can say, oh, they're not taking great care of people. But I assure you they are. Because if you don't take great care of people, you won't have enough patience to produce that kind of money. So this is the value that they're creating. I think this is ethical dentistry. And I think these people are great leaders. I think they're great offices. And I think it's, it's it, there's nothing wrong with this. Like sometimes people look at these numbers and go, oh, that's corporate. Oh, it's just it's not taking care of the patients. It's overselling. I don't think it's overselling. I think it's doing a great job providing a great experience. And really to the point that a lot of people want your services. So it is possible. You just got to put the energy into it. And I've always said that I like to think of the practice as a pile of wet sand. You know, you're sitting on the beach, you got wet sand. You keep piling it up, piling it up. 
But at a certain point, the weight of the wet sand kind of causes it just to kind of slump down. And then you have to pile it back up. You keep pushing it together. And then you keep building it, building it. And then at a certain point, it starts slumping at the same rate that you can build it. And you can't build it anymore. And it's just you're scrambling just to keep the whole thing together. And I think that's what happens with a lot of practices. And they get to that point where they're stacking up that hill, but it's falling down as fast as they can stack it. And they're stuck and they're burnt out and they don't know what to do. But the trick is, is to build that hill bigger is you need some more hands in it. So that's that whole delegation principle. That's a delegation piece, building your leads, adding, delegating to your team. And my practice kind of was in that kind of slumping mode a little bit. I mean, after COVID, we just felt like we came back from COVID. We were just kind of scrambling just to hold it all together. Like the new protocols, everything was changing. Nobody knew what the hell to do. Now, pre-COVID, we did 4.3, trailing 12 after COVID, 5.2 and a half. So we have grown, but I think we could have grown faster if we weren't dealing with all that COVID stuff. And I think we just kind of slumped. We just got by. We It was a new world. We didn't know what to do, but we are ready to get back at it. And I know pre-COVID, we just started doing level 10 meetings. Now, we don't exactly do level 10 by the book, but we do level 10-ish meetings. And then we came back from COVID and we really didn't do it because we were just so busy just keeping it all together. We kind of got away from that. And that's something that we're getting back onto. So I want to kind of talk about a little bit like that is like we used to schedule lead meetings and this was pre-COVID and then we came back, we didn't do it, but we were supposed to meet every Wednesday. We're going to meet every Wednesday because I see patients from 7 a.m. to noon. And then right after sometime in the afternoon, I'll stay there till 3 p.m. And I will meet. We will meet. We'll get all the leads together and we'll meet. But what happened was one patient needed me to needed to see me. So we'll, we'll see them at 12. And then I needed to talk to about somebody about something else. So then I talked to them at maybe 1245. And then maybe I schedule a coaching call at two and I, I check out of the office early and it didn't happen. And we, we didn't really do it. So what, how did we solve this? Well, we had to schedule it and we had to put it in the schedule. I know that seems so simple, but it's like our monthly meetings with the team. We always scheduled those, so those always happened. But then we expected these lead meetings to happen consistently on every Wednesday, but we didn't write it in the schedule. We didn't protect the time either. It was flexible. So now we've been more, you know, I can't see that patient. I am meeting, we're having a lead meeting. I can't do it anymore. So like, what is a level 10 meeting? It's kind of like you just list all the issues, right? What are the issues? Go. The issues is this, right? You keep writing down, just put Adam to a list. And then you sit there and you say, what are the three most important? Let's rank these issues. And then you just start attacking those and you don't get in the weeds. You need somebody to kind of be a referee and bring it back in. And what we notice is that some of our level 10 issues from our that we went through because we started doing these scheduled lead meetings again is some of the issues, they're still issues from like a long time ago. And it's because we didn't meet. We stopped meeting. Another thing that we've kind of come up with in this is that we're trying to do these things to move the practice forward. But it's very difficult when we don't have time to do so. And what I mean is like scheduled time to work on things, just throwing up those air quotes things. I used to have an office that I shared with the other doctors in the back. And then when we shut down for COVID, I was like, well, you know, we're not using this waiting room. I'm going to build myself an office, like a private office, so I can get things done. When I built that office, I got so much done because Nobody was used to me being up at the front of the practice. They're used to me being in the back. And nobody kind of walked by me and goes, oh, yeah, I had to talk to you about this. Oh, yeah, hey, there you are. 
Like they weren't looking for me, but when they see me, they're like, oh, you know what? I have to talk to you about something. So at the beginning, I got left alone. I got so much done and I kind of got a little lonely in there. I was saying like I started calling it my lonely office because nobody came and visited me. It's not like that anymore. People know I'm there and they come and they bring me things and it's hard to get things done. So the rule that we made was that if my door is shut, you cannot come and bother me. But (laughs) as things do, things are important and I need to bother you when your door is shut. And then less important start things start bothering you when the door is shut. And then pretty soon the door being shut doesn't mean shit anymore. So have you ever had these situations? So need to like reestablish that boundary. And I will do that at the next team meeting that if that door is shut, I really, you just can't bother me. It doesn't matter what it is. If the building's on fire, bother me. If it's not on fire, you need to just come back later. And we need to do this with my leads too, because they're in the same situation. Let's say my office manager, she has an office, but she gets bothered all day by little things and she can't really focus and she doesn't have the time to focus time. So I think we're what we're doing now is we this was the issue that we talked about at the last lead meeting and that we're coming up with solutions for is we need office hours for the hygiene lead for my assistant lead who is now my clinical manager because she's kind of taken on a, a new role in the practice. We need these times where we can't be bothered and these times need to be respected and we have to establish those boundaries. So what I'm trying to say is that you'll get what what you sign up for and you'll get what you create. And if you don't schedule the meetings, you won't get them. If you don't establish the boundaries, you won't get them. And it's not a set it and forget it. You got to come back and touch on these things again. Because like I said, I've established that boundary. That my door is shut. You cannot bother me. But that boundary, it gets pushed and it bends and then eventually breaks. And then there is no boundary. So I have to reestablish that. And that's okay. You know, I'm not hating on my team for coming to bother me and needing me for help and asking my input on stuff. I'm just saying you need to get out there and be a little bit more creative and a little bit more structured on what you need to do. So have these meetings, say what you need to do. Don't get stuck in the weeds and stay with the important stuff. And then, you know, put deadlines on the stuff that you need to do. Right after I get done with this podcast, I have to work on something that I promised my team leads that I would have done by Wednesday. And I'm just going to do it today. If I didn't promise that I would have it done by Wednesday, I probably wouldn't be doing that today. But you know what? I promised. I'm a man of my word. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So we're going to get it done. So I hope just kind of sharing my lead meeting structure and that story of what's going on in my practice right now, I hope that helps you remember that analogy of that sand. You need to have more people's hands to build that sand hill. And, you know, you can't do it all on your own. So you need to bring in your team and you need structure and you need accountability. All right. Everybody have a great week. I hope your April is as amazing as March. That would be fantastic if ours was as well. But I hope you're all doing well and gearing up for the summer. It's coming soon. You guys take care.